Welcome and thank you for listening to The Daily Sports Dose. This episode of The Daily Sports Dose is brought to you by Tri-Alliance Commercial Real Estate. Tri-Alliance, ranked a future 50 company by Baltimore Smart CEO Magazine, continues to climb the rankings of the Baltimore Business Journal's annual Top 25 Real Estate Brokerages in the Baltimore area. Tri-Alliance, why rent when you can own? Yes, thank you for listening to the Daily Sports Dose. Today is November 18th. My name is Carter Smith, and you can always find me on Twitter at DieHardBirds. So, week 11 is almost in the books as the Chiefs and the Chargers will wrap things up tonight in Los Angeles. But first, let's get started talking about these games yesterday because there were some great football games yesterday. Lots of good action, so I'm excited to get into all these games. Starting with the Vikings beating the Broncos 27-23. The Broncos came out, their quarterback Brandon Allen, great first half, fought hard to get a 20-0 lead going into halftime. After Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, they got into the end zone in the third quarter one time, but... The Vike, but the Broncos were able to get a field goal, be up 23-7 to going into the fourth quarter. The Vikings put up 20 unanswered points. 20 unanswered points to win the game. That is very impressive. If And if I'm in the NFC, I'm very scared of this Vikings team because that is the mark of a good team. When a team is able to respond to the adversity of being down 23-7, to a lot of teams would shut down and say, all right, we're going to lose going into the fourth quarter. This is going to be a hard comeback. They fought hard to overcame their adversity. And you know you have a special group of guys when you come put up 20 points in the fourth quarter to win the game. The NFC should be scared of the Vikings after that win because that could be a momentum. That could give them momentum and propel them to the top of the NFC because, I mean, Kirk Cousins, he had a hell of a game in that second half. And Stephon Diggs, he had a few great plays also. So the Vikings are a scary team. If I'm in their division, I do not want to be facing them after that win because that is a momentum booster. Moving on to the Buffalo Bills playing the Miami Dolphins. The Bills faced some criticism last week as uh, their offense was stifled by Cleveland's defense. And uh, they were able to get back into the groove by playing the Dolphins, which has helped a lot of teams this year because Dolphins' defense is not good. The defense has been uh, letting uh, letting a lot of teams uh, improve their stat lines, and the Bills were one of those teams yesterday as they scored 37 points. Bills quarterback Josh Allen, he's been pretty pretty good quarterback this year. Um, last I mean, last week he didn't put up that many points. Um. He's been pretty underrated. I mean, he has a 7-3 and three team. 
they're in a wild card spot right now and possibly division lead. I mean, hope isn't gone for that. The Patriots didn't look great yesterday. We'll we'll get onto that later, but um the Bills, if the Patriots lose a few games, they keep winning, they could win the division. The Josh Allen came out and threw for two touchdowns yesterday while running for an eight yard touchdown of his own to boost his team and get them in the win column. Um, granted, it was against an inferior team and um, that and a really inferior defense, but good teams, they have to win against teams that they should beat. And the Bills, they won pretty handily yesterday, 37-20, to 20, so I'd say that's pretty handily. Moving on, sticking with AFC Divisional games, the Colts were able to stomp the Jaguars 33-13 to 13, and... The return of Jacoby Brissett after his injury, he set out the past two games. And Nick Foles for the Jaguars came back. The Minshew show was over, and Nick Foles came back for his first game since injuring his clavicle in Week 1. The Colts' defense is one of the best defenses in the NFC, in the AFC. I mean, they had Nick Foles on the move the whole game. But on offense, I mean, the contribution from the two running backs, Marlon Mack first, Ran for 109 yards for the Colts. He was injured in the third quarter. Jonathan Williams comes in, the backup. He ran for 116 yards for the Colts also. So both the running backs ran for over 100 yards, and the Colts were able to end their two-game losing streak. Next up, the Cowboys. They won a close game versus the Lions, 35-27. Dak Prescott was able to... And the Cowboys were were able to rack up 509 total yards on offense as he threw for three touchdowns and 444 yards in the air. And I also thought um, Jeff Driscoll did a pretty great job for the Lions, keeping them in the game and stepping in for injured quarterback Matthew Stafford. But the Cowboys' offense was just too much for the Lions' defense to handle. It seemed like Dak Prescott and the Cowboys' offense were able to move down the field whenever they wanted to. So that win keeps the Cowboys in first place in their division. And the loss is Detroit's third straight, and they're sixth in the last seven games. Definitely not good for them. Moving on, the Jets beat the Redskins. The Jets beat the Redskins in a battle of two teams that seemingly uh, were out of the playoffs at this point. Sam Darnold. He threw uh, a career high for him. He had four touchdown passes as he was able to move up and down the field on the Redskins defense all game long, pretty much from start to finish. And uh, for the Redskins, a few positives for them. Despite the loss, I thought the Redskins uh, rookie quarterback, Dwayne Haskins and Darius Geis, they looked pretty good for the Redskins. I mean, if I'm a Redskins fan, there's not a lot of, like, there's not a lot of optimism this season, but if they have Dwayne Haskins and Darius Geis, I think those two could um could definitely do some good things in the future. I mean, not this year, but they're getting some learning experience this year. Both of them scored their first touchdowns yesterday, so just getting um them on the field is a positive for the Redskins and hopefully propels them to some wins in the future. The Saints beat the Buccaneers yesterday, thirty-four to seventeen. Drew Brees had three touchdown passes, and uh, 
Alvin Kamara, I'll tell you, he was very impressive yesterday. The Buccaneers, they have the top-ranked rushing defense, and Alvin Kamara put up 100 yards on the top-ranked rushing defense. It seemed like the Saints were able to hold the ball the majority of the game in that um, second half, and they were able to take advantage of the chances they got with the ball, which is the mark of a good offense. And uh, a good offense gets in the end zone, so... Um, Drew Brees and the Saints are able to continue their um, continue their success this year and uh, hold on to their division lead. Next, the Falcons they absolutely destroyed the Panthers twenty nine to three. And despite their record, the Falcons have been playing good football the past few games as they kept the Panthers and uh, their uh, quarterback Kyle Allen out of the end zone. Um, the Falcons defense. They threw different packages together to keep uh, Carolina from getting in a really serious rhythm. Christian McCaffrey, who's an MVP candidate, he's he's on my fantasy team, so I I think what he's doing this year is phenomenal. And uh, but this was a, this was one of the first, the few games this season where he's been kept out of the end zone, and uh, the Falcons were able to keep him scoreless for. Um, one of the few games this season, as in not a lot of teams have found a way to do that, but the Falcons' defense found a way to do that yesterday. Moving on to the Ravens, absolutely destroying the Texans, 41-7. to Lamar Jackson continued his tear as the Ravens were able to get another statement win, this time against a really good Houston Texans team, who's in first place in their division. The Baltimore Ravens defense was able to get to Deshaun Watson seven times um, (laughs) for seven sacks. And Lamar Jackson threw four touchdown passes and no interceptions for the second time this season. I think it's fair to say he's a quarterback. A lot of these pundits saying he's an athlete. He's not a quarterback. He's a running back. Four touchdown passes and no interceptions I think is a pretty good stat line for a running back. So... I'll see what the pundits have to say. And then um, Mark Mark Ingram had two touchdown, two touchdowns of his own, and Gus Edwards was able to get into the end zone for the second time this year for the Ravens. Moving on to San Francisco playing Arizona, the Cardinals and Kyler Murray, even though they lost yesterday, they find a way to be in each game that they've been in this year. All their games... It seems are pretty high scoring, and they're always in it till the very end. Despite their record, they've been very close. So uh, when they find a way to put everything together and win games, Kyler Murray is going to be a hard guy to face in the NFC. But for now, Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers got the best of the Cardinals as the two teams had a shootout. It seemed like they were trading scores. The 49ers were able to make... Great plays on offense and get back in the win column off after suffering their first loss of the season um, last week versus the Seahawks. So moving on, the Patriots played the Eagles and were able to win 17-10 to in a rematch of the Super Bowl in which, in which the Eagles beat the Patriots and had that famous Philly special play. The Patriots and Tom Brady were able to out-physical the Eagles and win by a touchdown. The Eagles, uh, even though they, they lost, they they had a few chances to win the game or to tie the game at the end, uh, rather, and they weren't able to do it. 
Carson Wentz had four chances to get in the end zone at the end of the game and then even got the ball back on a he had to drive 80 yards at the end of the game so that I mean that was much harder but I mean he was on the 30 yard line had four chances to get in the end zone and they couldn't tie it so I mean the Patriots they're a hard team it's going to be hard to beat them after losing a game and then coming off a bye week that's always going to be tough to beat the Patriots so but still regardless a good matchup there and that was a uh, fun game to watch the Raiders beat the Bengals 17 to 10 yesterday as Derek Carr was able to complete his first 14 pass attempts, pass attempts he made in the matchup. And also another really impressive stat, Josh Jacobs, a rookie running back, had 112 rushing yards on 23 carries uh, against the Bengals, which is uh, the fourth time he's ran for over 100 yards this season. But despite the win, I mean, the Raiders... For a team that's in the mix for a playoff berth, winning by seven versus a winless Bengals team uh, who has a rookie quarterback playing in his second game, that's very unimpressive. The, Bang- the Bengals had several chances to win the game. So if I'm an Oakland Raiders fan, sure you like that your team got the win, but I'd be very scared looking at our remaining schedule because they play the Chiefs, they play the Titans, and they have Phillip Rivers who can always put up points on the board. Lastly, moving on to the Sunday night football game last night, the Rams beat the Bears 17-7 to as the Rams just ran the ball down the Bears' throat. Todd Gurley accounted for half the Rams' total yards on the offensive side of the ball, and he finished with 97 yards and a touchdown of his own. The Rams, they had two of their of Jared Goff's tar- like favorite targets, inactive yesterday as Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods were both inactive during the matchup but so they kept the ball on the ground Todd Gurley had a great game for them as they edged out the Bears for the win so thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Daily Sports Dose once again my name is Carter Smith you can always find me on Twitter at Diehard Birds. And um, once again, have a great day. I'll be back tomorrow. So you all enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening.